This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, give us a call. We'll get to you. We've got about 17 more minutes to go. Alan Jerry with you until the top of the hour. A little radio nowhere. I think Russo still opens his serious show with this. Really? Yes. All these years later, I think this is still his opening song, which is kind of funny and ironic all at the same time. Look goofy. Yeah, definitely. And it sounds like eight six seven four three zero nine. Yeah, he thinks it sounds like eight six seven five three zero nine by Tommy Tuto. Yeah, I mean the beginning of it. The one thing I've noticed: so many songs sound like so. How many different rhythms can you have? There's only so many chords and so many strings on a guitar. Like when we're we're here, hopefully still breathing in the year twenty fifty. Well, how far how is many that? Different that? songs have been put out. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's yeah, it's difficult. It's too much, Jerry. We need to invent more instruments. Okay, why don't you get on that? You have time. <laughs> start with a piece of wood and start whittling. <laughs> what time, Jerry? Anytime between noon and eight. So I uh, w- looked on Twitter before, and I I like to glance over at what's trending, and I see Brett Favre is trending. What do you do now? I was like, all right, let me see why Brett Favre is trending. A lot of people taking ESPN to task and other media types for not covering the Brett Favre ripping off welfare money as much as they covered, say, uh, Michael Vick um, and other uh, Jamarcus Russell stealing crab legs. Yeah, I I guess. I don't know what you do with it, though, other than destroy him for a day like we did. I mean, we did. I mean, Boomer and Geo killed him. I had it in, the, in every hour story. Yeah. But I don't, how do you further it then? Just but keep I, talking about it? Yeah, but I guess that's the point with all of these things. Like some of these topics get beaten into the ground. Even Fueled when by there's what though? I don't know. Phone calls. Phone calls. Like when the Michael Vick thing happened, you are crossing over from football to a crime story to animal lovers, and everybody's got an opinion about it. Yeah, not everybody has an opinion on what Brett Favre did. But, well, or everybody has an opinion, and the opinion is he ripped off. Or that. Welfare. So, so right. So how do you further, like, you back in the day, you could have had hosts battling with callers about, and I remember this, well, you can't fault him. This is how he was brought up and, you know, raised in that part of the country. Peter already called from to be, you know. Who you did, know. Peter King? No, Peter, the group that is the oh, oh, people that, against oh, the I'm ethical sorry. treatment of animals. The Peter group. And then you would have, you know, animal lovers saying it doesn't matter. It's wrong. It's cruel. And so you would have debates going on. Like there were different ways to view it. The Brett Favre thing, I think he's going to go to jail. I mean, I don't know. Right, it's pretty cut and clear. He like, is... how do you defend him? Yeah, I, okay. I, don't, I don't know that anyone would. That's be. off the table. Yeah. Everybody buried him. Now we wait for him to go to jail, I would think. 
I don't know what else you would do. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Yeah, there's not really a debate about it. I, I haven't heard a single person defending Brett Favre. No, there's because I don't think with those text messages, I don't know how you could defend them. Plus, he's got the penis pics. <laughs> right, he has a history. Yeah, and the guy who did the biography called him a creep. I mean, really, no one's come out and defended him. Now, actually, when he had the penis pics, that was covered extensively, quite in depth. Yeah, because it was. An interesting story because of that. And salacious. So that was As what they meant. say. This is just, this is like. Salacious. Yeah. What do they call it? White collar crime? Yeah. Well, guess what? You're going to jail. Yeah. I would think. I would hope. I would think. Can't rip off welfare funds, No, you Jerry. cannot. Of course not. Now, I read that uh, at first, uh, like two days ago, I read that uh, Tom Brady had really pushed hard for Cole Beasley to join the right. Buccaneers. Right, right. Yesterday, in hearing from Cole Beasley, he pretty much said he was wanting to get in touch with Tom Brady because he wanted to play for the Bucks and didn't have his number. So he was just hitting him up on his Instagram DMs. And he got through. And he got through. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Because that's the weird thing about Instagram. You can just reach out to anybody. I know. You tried Nikki Glazer for us and failed. Yeah, she did not respond. <laughs> but somebody like Tom Brady, you would think there's got to be, he's got to have so many messages in there. Like, how did he? Do you think he's running his account? No, you're right. Probably right. So and maybe someone's... the person looks through and looks for verified accounts. Absolutely. Right. So then they see, oh, Cole Beasley is trying to yeah. get in touch with you. Makes sense. It's a good way to lobby for a job because he's been out of the league now. Be- I mean, I guess it's that vaccine situation yeah. in Buffalo. Um, I think he can still play. I'd be surprised if he couldn't. So that might be a good fit for him. Yeah, and the Bucks have a lot of wide receiver issues right out, now. but a yeah. lot of out injury. The Mike Evans suspension. So like they do have a need right now at that position. The minute Cole Beasley is eligible to play in a game, I'm taking. I'm betting him for a score. I don't blame you. First one have to be right. And I would bet the first score of the first game. Score. That's tough, Jerry. Two bets: a touchdown in the game and first touchdown of the game. I could just see him on like an out pattern. Boom. Absolutely. Diving for balls. And he's one. He has no problem going over the middle and taking a lick in. He's good. I like when guys are smaller. Like he's a small dude. Reminds you of us. (laughs) It just means like, seems like there's a lot of big dudes on a football field. And to be able to survive as a small dude. Like Wayne Corbett. Like Wayne Corbett. Exactly. Great career with the Jets. Not a huge guy. Not a big fella. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Speaking of not a big fella, there's a uh, Eagles rookie. His name is Britton Covey. He's only 170 pounds, and he was denied access to the players' lot, so he had to park in the lot with the fans and pay forty five dollars. So this is a tough one for one year. How much? Forty five. Yeah, forty five bucks. You feel bad mm-hmm. that he went through that, but you know what? The security security guard did his job. Yeah, you didn't especially have to... if you don't know who he is. Who would know who he is? This isn't Jalen Hurts driving up. I forgot my pass home. Right. Sorry, sir. I don't recognize you. He was just elevated to right. the active roster. Yeah. I, that's good job by the security pass. guard. 
Yeah, exactly. I think I wanted to get in the players' thought. I'd be mean, get lost. And that would be like someone coming. All right, so we had the issue here last week or earlier this week where G lost his wallet. Now, he's here every day, just like Jalen Hurts is showing up in Philadelphia every day. I would think the security guard would say, Mr. Hurts, go right in, where I would have thought G would have been allowed to come right up. He wasn't. But it would be like if someone just showed up and said, hey, um, I'm a new employee of the fan. Can I go up? Yeah, I'm a punter. No, you, I don't know who you are. No, yeah. you can't. You are like, oh, I'm the punter for the Eagles. Okay. Right. How, How do you would know? I know that? Like, remember the other day in Dallas, we played the clip of that guy getting into the McCarthy press conference saying communism wins? <laughs> yes. Like, How do you know this guy's not going to go run roughshod in the Eagle locker room if you let him in? Yeah, how did that guy get in? I don't know. I've never been to the Frisco facility. I don't know. I would think he would need credentials. Back when I was covering the Bucks in the 90s, well, you, do. you didn't need credentials for anything. You just go to the Bucks press conference. I will tell you, having gone to several Cowboy games now as a, well, one as a fan, two as a fan, and then I've done, I guess, four games there as a media member, they are so pleasant. I could see you sweet-talking your way in. Really? They're so nice. Like, when you go here to a Giant or a Jet game, everybody's mean. <laughs> I mean to be quite honest. Credential? Yes, I'm getting it. Relax. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Then they inspect it, especially if they don't know you. In Texas, they couldn't be more friendly. Is that right? How you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. How are you? You got the pass? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting oh, You're good. Go ahead. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so maybe that's what happened. I don't maybe. know. Not sure. But it's going to be much stricter, I, I bet. Would, yes, I would think so. You can't have that happening. No, you can't have that, Jerry. And uh, Justin Fields tried to clarify his post-game comments wherein he said that uh, the people who were criticizing him, right? This was the story of people who were criticizing him. Here was the clip. It, it hurts more in the locker room than the Bears fans. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. Um, I see the guys in the locker room every day. I see how much work they put in. So so it hurts the players more than the fans, basically, because the players are putting in the work. Yeah, I got no problem with that. No, except it's not. It, it's not accurate, though. I can tell you, having been in NFL locker rooms, that's not accurate. What do you mean? That's a false statement. That the players the are fan, more upset. The fans take yeah. this worse than the players do. I've been in locker rooms after a bad loss, and guys are yucking it up. I'm not saying they don't care. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's a job. I mean, and that was, I would say, getting into this business in 1997, way back. Um, and the first time I started covering games and teams whether it was the Nets, whether it was the Giants, the Jets, uh, whoever it was, it was eye-opening to me that guys weren't as upset as I would expect them to be after a loss. And then you realize, especially when you talk to the veterans, it's a job. Like, Yeah, they care. And yes, they put the work in for sure. But at the end of the day, that's their job. Some days they're good at it. Some days not so much. They'll get over it. Just like they will leave that franchise for an extra dollar. <laughs> That's they true. don't care as much as the fans do. Joe always said, you know, I'm here when you – he would do this with a coach. I've been here before you were hired. I'm here while you're hired, and I'm still going to be here when you're fired or when you quit. You'll be gone. I'll still be here. It's true. It that really is. is. That's so, a good way to look at it. I get what he's saying, but it's inaccurate. Yeah, so he walked those back, and he said, I respect every fan no, that we have. That's the right thing to say, but no, he doesn't. <laughs> right, that was a force. Of course. That was a force. But I think he was speaking, because I saw some of this, and I'll play some coming up at 6.30 or 7.30. He 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 seemed genuine Okay, when he was saying, you know, I, I need to cool it. He said flat out, 
didn't even want to talk. I was so upset after the loss. Didn't even want to talk to you guys, but they told me I had to. That's honest. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes you say things you should. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Odyssey Sportsman, and I can't read what it is because Eddie was, uh, that's not, gra- no, no good. Uh, Amy Lawrence, Celtics coach, bleeped up. Leave it there. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes. The Yankees won big, no home runs for Judge, and uh, the Mets lost to Milwaukee, but the Braves also lost and no damage done. What else? Yeah, Judge really disappointed us last night. <laughs> he did not disappoint you. Took you were at walk. the game. He what took do you a care? walk, Jerry, in the, well, in the eighth inning. That's fine. It was the smart thing to do. Joey Votto did something uh, cool and fun. Uh, Joey Votto's a strange guy. Yeah, I like him. He's chippy, but he also seems very fan-friendly. Yeah, very fan-friendly. So he put on a, a, a Barry Larkin jersey. I guess Barry Larkin does the games out there in uh, Cincinnati. And he right. sometimes joins them in the booth when he's injured. He'll just go up there. and Sure. Uh, so he put on a Barry Larkin jersey and walked around the stadium to take pictures with fans. Now, did you see video of this? I saw photos. Photos. I'd Still love to know photos. with the video... How many people recognized him immediately? Because you're not expecting him up there. Especially in a jersey. But he's also a very large dude. So he should stand out. Yeah, he was saying he's got a dad uh, bod and that the, the Barry Larkin jersey was the I don't care for that it. phrase. Bat, dad bod? No. That it's just means what? Like bod. a belly? Mom's got bods. Dad's yeah, got bods. How about this? Adult bod. Right. We never say mom's bod because no. that would be. That would probably be insulting. Very insulting. But to call it. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.